0: Welcome to Hit Subscribe, a podcast by Recharge designed to educate, inspire, and connect the subscription commerce space. On this episode, guest hosted by Callie Holly, Recharge's Senior Content Marketing Manager, we're chatting with Anna Stearns, Senior Director of D2C at Lola, makers of feminine and reproductive care products. Anna takes us behind the scenes of Lola's recent switch to a headless build and shares why they made the change to better serve their customers and the challenges they faced along the way. Anna also gives us insight into Lola's various subscription membership offerings, and how they incentivize these plans with rewards like free shipping, early access to products, donations, and discounts. Anna also tells us about Lola Gives Back, the brand's charitable donation program, and how they empower their customers to provide donations to those in need of feminine care products. So let's get started.
1: All right, I am so thrilled today to be joined by Anna Stearns. Uh, She's the Senior Director of DTC at Lola. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. So let's just jump right in. Um, Go ahead and tell us a little bit about Lola and then your background with the company, how you got there, sort of what you do now, um, and just give us some insight. Yeah, definitely. So Lola is the first
2: uh, lifelong brand for reproductive health. Um, We're really trying to redefine the category. And the goal is to really deliver a better experience um, through a variety of products for every reproductive stage. Of someone's life. Um, and we're trying to make it less confusing and less lonely. So we right now offer a variety of period care products, and we've also expanded into sexual wellness and vaginal health. Um, and Through that, we offer um, both online and on the shelf. So um, I manage our D2C business, and then we also have a retail business um, through a multitude of different retail partners where you can find us actually on the shelf in real life. So Lola was really founded upon both transparency and access. So delivering the utmost transparency of what's in our products and getting um, healthy ingredients (laughs) essentially Uh, to the consumer, but also delivering access. So if someone wants to shop online for convenience or if they would rather go in store, we're there for them when they need us. And then um, my role Lola, so I'm the senior director of D2C. So I oversee our D2C business, um, which is essentially our e-commerce store. That is mylola.com, where we also partner with Recharge uh, to run our subscription business. um, And I oversee our CX team, our life cycle team, and the digital and engineering team. Um, and then, and I've been at Lola for two years, uh, really found myself uh, drawn to Lola, really around the mission of kind of wanting to be part of a female empowered group uh, with part of a company that is really providing and giving back uh, to the community versus just selling a product. And I think Lola's values really shine through in both our products, but also the people who work for the team.
1: Yeah, that's so amazing. And, you know, I think Lola's mission also drew me to the brand. It's just incredible as a woman and having gone through, you know, puberty and, and you know, all of the things that happen with that, being able to have a brand like Lola is just incredible. Um, so I'd really love to kick this off with something really exciting that you all went through recently, which is converting your entire website to headless, to a headless build. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about how that started, why you all decided to make that decision, and um, kind of what happened since then? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it feels like the decision came fast and furious,
2: but also it was a decision that I thought on quite a bit, I think, um, really goes back to the customization for our customers. So not only did we want to deliver convenience from the beginning, but we have really sought to deliver customization. When we first launched back in 2015, we needed to have deliver a product that was fully customizable. Um, I think that was what we really found was broken. in part of the period care world was that you could get a customized subscription to just about anything these days, but not your tampons. So um, you go to a store and typically find um, one absorbency or a mix of absor- absorbencies set for you, where with Lola, you can actually choose the absorbencies for the tampons that you might want to get. Um, so it fits specifically to your cycle because no p- period is the same. Um, so really that's shown true throughout the years for our customers is it's not just about our tampons that need to be customizable, but it's about our business that should be customizable. Um, we really want to allow, allow, the customer full control over how they manage their subscriptions or their deliveries. Um, we also opted back in, um, October of 2012, 2012, sorry, 2020, uh, when the pandemic was really changing the ways consumers shopped, um, we changed some of our sizes and offerings to offer value packs and one-time products in addition to our subscription products. Um, so it really was a lot of learnings around what the customer wanted and what was best to really customize our business. And we found that, um, kind of staying within the bounds of theme engines wasn't necessarily working for what we needed to build as a forward-thinking digital product. Um, The more and more we kind of stayed on theme engines, uh, the more, I guess, tech debt or um, slower our site got because we wanted to customize so badly. Um, So a lot of these custom builds we're actually hurting the performance that was actually the performance for the customer who was utilizing our website. Um, so really I came to a decision, um, I guess it was the end of last year, uh, that we kind of needed to make a change of, are we going to stick with themes? Can we go headless? Um, there is a potential to maybe re-theme um, our store. But at the end of the day, we're a business that runs both on Shopify and Recharge. And uh, we have a lot of different types of customers. And as I mentioned earlier, we are, we are omni-channel. So we're in retail stores as well um, with retail partners. So how can we best support that customer who is both an online and in-store shopper. Um, So Headless really kind of came about because it offered us the option to really fully customize our business and website to meet the customer's needs. And it lets us take ownership over the entirety of our website. So, um, it married Shopify and the, the Shopify and recharge experiences together. Um, so now both of our account pages and our, I guess, front end Shopify pages are headless and we, uh, host those pages. So the transition for the consumer is a lot more seamless, um, and it's much faster and it allows for more shopping and more discovery. Um, so it really comes down to being able to customize and have full accessibility for this customer um and that's really where the decision came from uh was wanting to build the best type of product for the consumer out there
1: yeah and the site is so beautiful for those listening if you haven't Thank been you. to <laughs> com definitely go take a look um it's really fast and there's just so many different facets to it that are really cool i've had a lot of fun poking around there So, I mean, for a brand of your size, like this is a huge undertaking, especially for a site of your size with the complexity and the customization. So what challenges did you guys face um, going through the headless build? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, first and foremost, we're we're still a
2: small team. So our company, um, I think we're a well-known brand, but um, the people behind the scenes were a small tight-knit team. And uh, we don't have that access to a large engineering team that others might. Um, so I think just manpower to get the job done. I will say my engineering team was amazing. They um, finished this um, project in a couple months, uh, which was a huge undertaking. So um, a challenge there is really managing the time. So it was a very much a focus on this headless build of setting the stage for the future of my versus, and taking that sacrifice, uh, for the next three to four months, this will be our focus to get this done, um, versus building backwards. Um, so it was really looking forward. Uh, so that was a big challenge there is just be, the manpower it takes, uh, a headless build is not for the faint of heart. It is definitely challenging. And we came across many challenges on the way. We, um, You find bugs and while you're fixing that bug, you uncover more bugs and the deadlines get pushed back um, because you don't wanna release an unfinished product that just isn't working. Um, but uh, really, yeah, I think the, caution, the cautionary tale is to definitely do your du- due diligence beforehand building plenty of buffer time. Um, and yeah, I think the challenges are always just the manpower, but knowing that at the, the light at the end of the tunnel is there and it's definitely worthwhile because I think where are putting in the effort earlier has opened up many doors for us after, um, I will say also partnering with a company. We actually, um, did our, uh, headless build through a company called the cell, um, partnering with, um, a company like that, they provided a lot of support as well. So we were able to find support through other teams and we leaned on the support of Recharge through their API team and um, even Shopify when we were moving off of them. So I think we've really um, appreciated a lot of our B2B connections we've made um, throughout these the process because we're such a small team and it's been so appreciated to have these different vendors that we utilize to run our website help us out in that process.
1: Oh, that's so great to hear. And I know there's a lot that goes into making the decision to go headless, but what's one piece of advice that you could give a merchant if they're thinking to go headless?
2: I think it's definitely to assess the before and after. So I really had to assess, like, yes, there is a shiny bow, ongoing headless of the after, but you also have to take into account that you still need an engineering team to help run your site. Um, There's not, there are some give, there are some give, gives and takes, (laughs) give and takes uh, with this process. So I would advise really doing the due diligence to sit down and understand one, how much work it really will take. Um, you really, it took a lot of my time just from a project management standpoint, um, and then as well as our engineers time. So that is putting a lot of other efforts in the back burner, potentially if you have a smaller team, I think also is understanding what the benefits are. So I think, um, for Lola, we really were looking for that full customization. And, um, that is something that is truly part of our brand's mission and values and, I felt like that was the shining the guiding light to do this. Um, but there's other companies out there that might not be a fully cut that don't need that level of customization and theme engines can work for um, that are the same size as Lola. So it's not, this is definitely not one size fits all, which is totally what Lola believes in is there's nothing out there. That's one size fits all, um, especially for our consumers. So um, yeah, I think I would say it's just really weighing the pros, the cons and understanding what you have in your current tech stack that you're not getting that headless could give you.
1: Um, so I want to switch gears off of headless uh, a little bit, and it actually kind of goes hand in hand. So the site being so complex, one of the things I found so interesting about Lola is you have multiple subscription business models happening at the same time. So you offer a replenishment subscription for a lot of the products you also offer one-time purchases, but then you also now have this membership, this access um, Mm -hmm. subscription business model. So can you tell us a little bit about both of those and how they work together and why you chose to do multiple? Yeah,
2: definitely. Um, And we actually
1: have, yeah, we even have another level of
2: another subscription um, that you didn't mention, which is our uh, prepay too. So we have the monthly replenishment, and then our prepay options one time in the membership. Um, our prepays actually <clears throat> came about, a lot of these changes came about with COVID um, just from us seeing how consumers change their shopping um, habits and really wanting, again, wanting to be there for her when she needs us. Uh, so one of our, so our, our traditional offering, which what we started with was our monthly replenishments of tampons and period care products. Uh, when we started expanding into new uh, new product lines like sexual health and vaginal health, sexual wellness and vaginal health, uh, we realized that a lot of those products might be more one-time purchases than monthly replenishments. And then also when the pandemic hit the country and the world in 2020, we realized that people really started wanting to get less shipments with their products up front. So we came out with prepay, which is essentially um, for some of our core products that are typically purchased in a subscription cycle, um, is getting your three months worth of tampons or period products up front in one shipment, and then three months later getting that same shipment. And we actually offer a discount for that because you are shipping up front, it's a little bit more eco-friendly. And especially during the time in the early pandemic, when we weren't sure where germs were coming from and also shipping issues. So um, that was really just kind of rolling with um, what the world brought to us uh, and just changing our business model for how our consumers, uh, what they wanted and how they shopped. And then um, earlier in 2020. Yeah, earlier this year, uh, we launched our membership program, which is Lola Plus. Uh, it plays really well with our loyalty program, which we also launched at the end of 2020. Um, and Lola Plus for twenty dollars a year sits kind of separately from our monthly replenishments um, because a large piece of feedback we got because before we launch any product, we always ask our consumers and our core customers what they want um, was that they didn't want to have to. I guess, pay or have to be part of a membership to get access to their products. And truly that goes back to what our brand mission is, is accessibility. So we didn't want to put that barrier there, but again, shopping habits are changing. We want to reward our very loyal customers. And also, um, during this time, we had to start charging for shipping due to a lot of our shipping costs, go rate uh, rising, Um, So due to this, we wanted to be able to grandfather a lot of our customers into the free shipping that we used to be able to offer. Um, So the Lola Plus membership was able to do that for us. So for $20 a year, you get uh, free shipping, uh, double the loyalty points, uh, 5% discounts on some select products. And then we also donate a product for each um, purchase of the membership. Um, And then we also give early access to some of our new products, these members and the membership community actually is um, our core set of customers that we find to be our really Lola loyal subscribers uh, that we utilize for um, uh, product surveys and that really drive decisions around where what we're doing with our products. So um, they have a lot. They provide a lot of insight into what w- we can build Lola into. Um, so that is a monthly subscription. That kind of just, or not. Sorry, it's a yearly subscription that we do power through recharge. Um, that kind of just provides ultimate access to Lola, um, and all, And actually, we have done um, some. Uh, If you're a power shopper at Lola, you would be saving around $60 to $80 a year by going into the Lola Lola Plus program. So um, we did definitely want to make it worth it for those consumers.
1: So you mentioned something, and I'd love to switch gears to this, about the donations for your members, but then you also offer this really amazing um, donation program. So we'd be totally remiss if we skipped over this, and I'd love to give it some time. Um, So could you tell us about that uh, donation program and where it kind of started in its inception, how it has evolved since then, um, and what the community of Lola sort of does to give back?
2: Yeah, definitely. So Lola, from the beginning, we have always been about giving back and just being committed to kind of changing the way people perceive um, feminine care and um, feminine care products and wanting to really break the mold there. So in 2016, we founded a program called Lola Gives Back. Um, Over the years with three of our main partners, we've donated over 7 million products. And um, what we really saw in the past year from the pandemic was that homelessness and domestic violence really had an increase. Um, and our, one of our main partners, I support the girls received many, many requests from shelters for period products. So we actually ended up donating, um, an additional million products. I think it was last April, um, to support that cause. Um, and kind of through that during the time we were thinking about some of the common feedback we've gotten from our consumers was that they also wanted to give back. So, um like if they wanted to pause their subscription one month could they donate their product instead um so we we really wanted to find a solution to allow our customers to kind of give back with us um we've in the past have run sales where if um you bought a, pr- a product um you could we will donate as well or um as i said with our membership program we'll donate a product for each membership purchase Uh, But what we saw was that customers really wanted to get involved with this. um, And that was very overarching feedback that we've continued to hear over the years, um, which is great because I think that is just the community that we've built at Lola. So um, back in the holidays of 2020, we were trying to figure out a way that we could allow the consumer to um, donate as well during the giving season. Uh, So what we did was built through our checkout and um, we were on the recharge checkout. So through the recharge API, we built out a widget that you can still see today in our checkout um, that allows you to add a donation product onto your purchase for $5. Um, And this is essentially um, going towards a month's worth of period supplies for someone in need. And then we'll donate that directly to our partner I support the girls. So it's kind of, we're kind of I guess cutting out the middleman of, of we're doing the direct donation for you that the consumer is able to add. Um so we did we added this to our checkout last holiday season and saw a major um just saw a lot of traction on it. We saw about a 30% take rate and people really wanted to be involved. So with that learning, we decided to keep it live ongoing, and then we also added it entire subscription portal. So now consumers are actual subscribers. You don't have to check out to donate. You can actually add it to your monthly subscription and uh, donate as you wish um, through our donation products on site. Uh, they actually live on our top bar of the navigation as well, so people can go and choose to donate as well. Um, But that is, uh, you can choose from different products. So uh, we've chosen to highlight some of the products that I support the girls really typically um, sees a need for in their shelters. So um, tampons, pads, liners, um, even some sexual wellness products like wipes and condoms are also needed. Um, But yeah, it's been a really great, um, I'm actually just super proud of that. That's something that um, has proven out and, um, it's truly just good for everyone and, and I'm happy that it's been able to continue on
1: yeah absolutely it was one of the things that drew me to Lola um you know first and foremost i know we actually wrote a blog post about Lola uh, late last year and it was about this you know Lola solicits the charitable contributions of their community to really get involved and um, ever since then I've just been like oh so like it's just so special and it's such an incredible way to provide products that everyone needs, but doesn't have access to, which is just insane to think about. So um, just, you know, on behalf of all of us at ReCharge, a huge thank you for doing something so amazing um, and being so creative by adding it into the subscriptions checkout. It's really uh, super cool. All right. Are you ready for our two fun questions of the podcast? I hope so. <laughs> questions? They're always um, the same for all of our guests. So the first one is, um, what is something you subscribe to? that you love? And it can be anything, um, anything you can subscribe to that you just really, really love. Well, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't
2: push a Lola product here, but, um, I will say that my favorite product that is in every one of my monthly subscriptions is our cleansing wipes. Um, I subscribe to both our, we have, a pouch form and packets form, and they're great for the cleansing wipes pouch next to your bathroom on your bathroom counter, and the packets I keep in a purse on the go, some in my car. Um, they're really great for anything, even after the gym or um, after a meal. Uh, it doesn't have to be just for feminine care, uh, but I love our wipes. Um, and then, um, this is not a subscription product, but on our website, but it is one time that, um, it's one of our newer products that I just love. It's our pleasure gel. And I highly recommend it to everyone. It's part of the sexual health line, uh, or sexual wellness. And, um, I'm obsessed with it. And many of our consumers are too. Uh, but, um, yeah, those are my favorite Lola products and I'm a monthly subscriber for at least the cleansing wipes and buy the pleasure gel pretty regularly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, it's Lola. And if you didn't subscribe to your own products, that'd be pretty crazy. Um, our last question is, you know, for those who are kind of newer into subscriptions or maybe haven't started subscriptions or really haven't started on their DTC journey, what advice would you give to them? Um, kind of, you know, what I wish I knew just do this thing or these things, what would you tell them?
2: Um, that's a tough one. I think, you know, really, I think don't, stress over the small stuff. I think there's, it's easy to get wrapped up in, um, what's causing customers to churn, what's causing, um, uh, cancellations, or I'm trying to understand them. I think really what we've learned with Lola comes down to customers, what would they want? And if you create a brand that, um, consumers are brand loyal to and is there, for, is there for them when they need you, they're going to come back. Um, so I think it's not so much about making a subscription business that is impossible to cancel and um, is, I guess, I guess, like the perfect wheel. Um, it's going to be an imperfect wheel and you kind of learn to build your business around what your consumer wants um, and needs. And I think We've proven that. Um, I mean, especially with us, we are a subscription subscription business, but we're also now an e-commerce business because we offer these one-time products. And um, but we're really a product that c- consumers come back to us again and again for because it's that repurchase um, and something you use over and over again. And we've been able to do that with recharge. So it's not, I think, also. Um, looking for a partner that's not just a subscription partner, but someone who can really support the e-commerce business as a whole
1: too. Such great advice and all. Thank you for the shout out. <laughs> yeah, you said something and I just want to touch on it really quick about, you know, not making yeah. it super hard to cancel. Um, we had a guest, uh, actually Eli Weiss from Olipop uh, a while ago, and he said the same thing. You know, if you make these walls so high for people to cancel, they're never going to return because it was so hard to cancel in the first place. Mm -hmm. So coming back is like that much more of a chore for them. So making it easy to cancel makes them really more apt to come back when the time is right for them or even recommending them to other friends. So I love that you mentioned that too, because it's definitely near and dear to my heart as a consumer myself. You know, I don't want to have to like jump through hoops to cancel if it's just, you know, the product is done at Mm -hmm. that time for me. So, um, yeah, just love that sentiment.
2: Yeah, that was actually one of the back in 2015, uh, when our founders, Jordan and Alex really, um, founded Lola and started the subscription business, their two absolute musts were ingredients, transparency, and ease of cancellation. Um, because those were the, the pain points they found in the business model when they were really trying to understand the business and, um, kick off the company. And I, we, it's something we still feels true to this day, six years later.
1: So that's all the questions we have today, Anna. It was so awesome talking to you. We really appreciate you coming in and telling us about Lola's Headless Build, your membership and replenishment opportunities. And of course, obviously the donations that Lola and the community give back. Thank you so much for joining us and hopefully we'll talk soon. Of course, thank you for having me. That was great.
0: We'd like to thank Anna once again for joining us. If you're interested in Lola, head over to mylola.com. If you're looking for more of our episodes, check us out at rechargepayments.com slash hit subscribe. And to get the latest episodes, remember to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening from.